Oh my God. What about Virgo and Saggy Chubs? I don't know. Oh, actually, I love that. Right? That sounds cute. <laughs> Welcome back to this episode of Virgo and Saggy Chats. We hope you're well. And we wanted to continue the conversation that we started last episode about mental health. Yeah. But yeah, this time we want to talk about it a little bit differently because there are so many topics to talk mm. about concerning mental health and but yeah we wanted to focus a lot on um I don't know, productivity pressure or toxic productivity yeah so do you want to start Sandra sure I don't know exactly where to start but I think it's a very hot topic at the moment because especially I guess with the rise of being able to to portray yourself on social media and actually show what you do day to day it's like there's a higher expectation that people should be constantly making doing being productive and whenever I think about this topic for me it's kind of like productivity is starting to mean to me personally productivity is starting to mean losing myself like not knowing who I am because I have to constantly be immersed in something that doesn't relate to me as a person in many ways, mm-hmm. sometimes it does, but so that's how I, I view this topic. What about you? I mean, I think it's pretty much the same, but I think for me, it's less about what other people are doing. It is definitely what you're saying about, you know, being lost because all the time you're doing something else. Mm-hmm. But also for me, you know, that you're supposed to be available a lot of the times you're it's kind of like this should be your priority and of course this should be your priority if you're studying or working or whatever yes it's definitely a priority but you know there are other things that are just as important and I feel like we're not even expected to have these other things like we're expected to have them but then we're not given any time to have them yeah for me it's more like that like the pressure to work all the time yeah exactly no, I think what you said is completely true that we are expected to do this many things, but most of the time, some things cannot be a priority because there's no time. Or maybe by the time you might have time, you're too tired to to invest any energy into that. Or at least that's what I have sometimes. Like by, by the afternoon or something, when I want to unwind and I could use that time in other projects, I'm way too tired. I don't have the energy anymore. I mean, I think you also said about social media. Do mm. you feel do you feel that like, oh my God, they're being productive, so I should be productive? Um, not exactly like that. Not in the way that I see someone being productive. And my first thought is like, okay, I should stop watching them or looking at this content and I should go be productive. But then sometimes I'm like, could I be using my time differently? so I could be more productive or I could do more things or I could actually achieve more things or achieve some of the goals and dreams that I have that maybe 
because I'm either watching this content or trying to relax. I'm mm -hmm. not really doing, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. No, no, that makes sense for sure. Yeah, it does. And I think a lot of people feel that way. I think it was also a big thing in the first lockdown that people were, you know, being so productive and everyone was like, oh my God, stop being so productive. Yeah. And I think we don't want to do anything. Exactly. But I think it's also the fact that, I mean, social media is something that is very, for me personally, is very like, um, I highlighted a lot in this kind of uh, discussions and conversations. Mm -hmm. But I think we have to remember that at the end, whether it was during lockdown or in any case, whatever is shown on social media is filtered. So the person could have done like just two hours of work but made so much content and actually published it, like um, uploaded mm -hmm. or whatever, that it looks like they've been productive the whole day. I think even, you know, if you think about yourself in the summer, you know, you could have just, I don't know, baked banana bread or whatever they were doing. Yeah. And that's all you did all day. But then you post that and people think, oh my God, she's baking banana bread. She's probably doing a lot of other things during the day. And the rest of your day, you're just eating the whole banana bread, you know? Exactly. <laughs> No, for sure, for sure. Definitely, I agree with that. Yeah. But yeah, I think for me, it was more like pressure from university. Yes, no, but that's that's completely from true. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because at the end, like my issue with university in, in my mm -hmm. case is that it's not only having deadlines, like that takes so much time, but it's mm -hmm. just all the work you have to do outside the deadlines, like the readings, like everything that you, if you don't keep it at the top of your priorities, then at some point you're going to crash because you're going to have to do this work. And it's something that you kind of committed to doing. So it feels very bad to, or wrong, or like almost immoral to like not dedicate that time to actually make it. But like sometimes people forget that people have lives outside of university and you don't know the the context in which a person is or the situation of the student and it's for me I think it's not fair to expect that every single student is going to be able to do the work they're expected to do in the same context or at the same in the same timings if that makes sense no definitely and I think it's also kind of the same thing with like you know sometimes setting deadlines at nine in the morning and it's like why didn't you just set it the day before? And it's like the, the logic is, oh, you could work on it at night. But are you serious? Are you expecting me to work on it at night and not sleep? Yeah. Like what kind of what kind of a like opportunity is that? It's not even an opportunity. It's <laughs> sorry, but really, I never thought about it that way because for me, like nights is the mo is the period of time that I'm like it's a complete no go for studying or oh, for sure, same. But, but it, I mean, what if that some people pull all-nighters to actually finish work and some people do it because it works best for like better for them, but other mm -hmm. people have to do it because they literally have no other time. Definitely. That's so fucked. Definitely. And okay. I think, you know, it's also what you said. I don't, I guess you don't mind if I say this, but you know, with your uh, exam changing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't I, I still don't know if it changed, but the fact that it's so uncertain 
and yeah. people actually need to know because they have other commitments and it's infuriating for me like I guess here we're talking about producti- productivity in this context of, of university because it's where we f- we find ourselves and, I mean definitely but it's like in terms of exams I just I just think like it's, it's or in exams or university in general I just think like if I'm committing my time to this and you're giving me a schedule, a timeline, and you're changing it like two months prior to the exam when we have other deadlines, when we have other things to worry about, it's so unfair to us. Like you cannot expect us to be constantly on waiting for news or, or changes from your site and, and accommodate and then send us emails with like, helplines for stress and for mental health um help yeah like that should not be the point you should not be having to offer me this help for my studying because you know it's stressful while you're contributing to that it's it's I don't know no I swear sometimes it's like when they send these help help helplines and stuff it's like you know how I don't know if this is bad to say, but you know how Europe sometimes sends aid to Africa? And it's like, here are water bottles. Well, not Europe, but okay. Let's the, the most of that again. Yeah. yeah, or not even Europe. I'm saying even individual people. Yeah, and okay. It's like, let's send water bottles. Okay, but what the water bottles are going to end, you know? It kind yeah. of feels like the same thing. Well, not the same thing, obviously, in a much smaller scale. Yeah, but like um, the same paradox, right? Yeah. Like in the same level. No, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm very grateful that they actually provide these helplines, especially during. Oh, quarantine. definitely, think, definitely, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I we're think not shading helplines. No, we're not. But it is true that sometimes the timing is very off because mm-hmm. it's good that they provide the helpline because it, they acknowledge that there's students that are in very difficult situations, not only because of the pandemic here, but just in general. But at the same time. You, the system in general we're talking from experience is is put up in a way that doesn't allow enough flexibility from the students to be able to accommodate their difficulties to the system exactly exactly and i think no i think this is important because we're also speaking as people who in general are very healthy and mm. able to you know yeah uh, like we said you know just adapt and stuff yeah yeah everybody is but also I think on this level of just us or me at least like I think apart from all this it's just it just kind of feels like for me this is not what I want for my life I don't want my life to be about work all the time I I don't want I want to have different parts in life right and I think you too yeah so it feels like we're not allowed to be that or we're not we're not expected to be like this and yeah just you're not it feels honestly like it's weird to want something different than what they're telling you to want which is to work all the time but for me like in my brain it shouldn't be strange to want things other than working oh when you're gonna die is work gonna come bury you I'm sorry okay it's very morbid but it's true yeah yeah yeah, I, I, I feel the same way for me. Most of the time when I have this kind of crisis of like, like, I don't know how to put it, almost like having this internal debate about productivity. 
It's like, mm-hmm. I chose this program because I really enjoy what I, what I study. And it's something that I see myself doing through my life, but it's not the only thing that I see myself doing through my life. And if I chose mm-hmm. this project is because I want to spend the two, three years that it takes me to complete it, enjoying what I do and not crying myself to sleep because I know that the next morning at 8 a.m. I'm going to have to be sat at my table again because I didn't finish what I wanted to finish the day before. Like, what is this? What kind of life is this? Maybe at 8 a.m. I could be running around or I could be, I don't know, (laughs) writing, (laughs) sleeping. I could be sleeping. I could be writing a poem. But like, even that, I enjoy writing so much. But sometimes I don't even have the energy. Like, nothing comes to me because I'm stuck in this circle of having to study when half of the things are not even things that really interest me I don't know yeah no I definitely understand what you're saying I think it's so true and it's like I guess in a sense it's like you want to live like and experience other things other than just yeah and and as you said I don't think they should be like um mutually exclusive to, oh, to... definitely not no you should have a bit of everything exactly like we're in a privileged posi- position that what we're doing right now with our studies is something that we we can do we want to do mm-hmm. definitely but at the same time even if if that's the case why wouldn't we be able to have a bit of time through the week to invest it in something without feeling guilty because this is something that I think is very important. Like, you know, the feeling of, of guilt if you're not actually spending the time you have free working. That, that's definitely true. And, For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I understand that because, I mean, not that we can do many things, but even when I'm doing something else and I know that I have to study later in the day it's so annoying like for me it's so much better to just finish what I have to do Mm. and then go into other things which is kind of sad yeah yeah exactly it's so sad that at the end some things that we really want to do have to be put like sometimes it's the case you have to have priorities uh we understand that but sometimes if you have, if you really have the urge to do something, I hate that sometimes you have to kind of stop it because otherwise it's going to bring you into a crisis of stress or something. Definitely. That, yeah. Definitely. And can we complain about, I mean, you're not having this anymore, but you had it in The Bachelor. How little mm-hmm. vacation we have here. Yeah. Like, what is this? Yeah, that's also a big one. I literally had an exam last week and this week I started yeah, no, and that... Easter in this country is two days. Like, what is that? Jesus didn't it's... have time to come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like that, that definitely goes to show how some cultures more than others really push you to be on constantly. Because even if I, I had two, two weeks free now, right, from, from classes, mm-hmm. It is true that I that I had to study and I had to work and stuff, but the fact of like ha- being able to take time away from something that's imposed on you makes a difference. 
and where you are not even given that, it can it can lead to burnout. I can understand how people are like stressed out of their minds. Which is sad because it's also something that we chose to study. And like you said, we like to study this. So imagine exactly. for somebody who accidentally like made it, you know, chose something they thought they'd like and they didn't actually like it. Especially when it's a master level, usually, like I'm talking mm -hmm. majority, it's something people choose, right? Like you spend a bit more time actually researching the, the program and you choose it because you balance your options. Definitely. Usually you go into it with enthusiasm, right? It's so sad that we go into it with enthusiasm and in the middle, we completely lose it. And it's like, I'm just doing it automatic, like as an automaton almost, like mm -hmm. I'm not taking anything out of it. I'm just doing this with the, um, with the prospect of finishing it, not of, with the prospect of learning and enjoying it. Yeah, definitely. And that's- Yeah, but I think that's also, yeah. No, go ahead. No, I think that's also an issue like, Especially for people who, I guess, want to go on to research later. Mm. It's so it's so weird to have to do things in a sense that, like, you have to finish this by then. So let me do it just so I can finish it. But let me do it just so I can finish it doesn't help you learn about the topic or think about it or think, oh, my God, this would be something cool that's new. Yeah, no, no, Whatever. but I do agree. I do agree that sometimes, especially in the early stages of trying to become a researcher, is uh, many of the things they tell you to do make no sense, and it's very standardized and it's very fixed, and it's like you need to do this, otherwise you're not going to make it. And obviously, with some disciplines, that's needed because that's how the process is. Um, I don't know if I'm going a bit off topic here, but um, we've gone off topic. I have, right? No way. Well. I was going to say that we've gone off topic many times. Yeah, like, okay. That's fine. But um, yeah, I was going to say as well, that sometimes it's so standardized, it's so fixed, it's so full of expectations and that you have to reach milestones, otherwise you won't make it. That for me personally, maybe because I can, not because I consider myself more creative, but maybe because I don't, it annoys me to have to fit into boxes that I feel very constrained and that demotivates me so much because it's like I could do this my way but then people are gonna say that I'm not gonna be successful because I'm doing it my way because it doesn't fit in the guidelines you know mm -hmm, definitely and I think we're at a point where we have so many tools and instruments to open up so many disciplines to other points of view and different ways of doing things that why don't we take that opportunity yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know i think this topic he does out so much i'm like oh <laughs> annoyed no it's super frustrating it's like ugh. Yeah. Why do I have to work all the time? What is this work culture? Exactly. No exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Like I understand. Obviously, we have to work in a way to make money and to make a future and to make a living. Obviously. And, like it's survive. Like that's a given at this point. Um, one that sometimes also I wish was different, but that it's where we live. <laughs> but 
what yeah. if actually not where I live but about what if I were super rich you know my parents had a lot of money I didn't have to ever work would I be doing this yeah would you see mostly I say yes I would be doing it but with a lot less pressure because exactly you know I could finish it in three years and who cares yeah yeah or that's four the, years or whatever that's the thing and that's yeah. pretty much where, where also the the stress and the pressure comes from right that we kind of have a deadline not not only from the institutions where we're at but also in time in terms of life like at some point we we have to make money so obviously the stress not only comes from having a deadline next thursday i don't know it's also from like no, i'm growing sure. up and i need to make money <laughs> definitely yeah definitely which I think also yeah go ahead no go I was gonna say that it also kind of ties in with with mental health because having to balance this this whole transition in a way that conflicts with who we want to be as people and who we I don't know how we want to um explore ourselves and or our interests I don't know and the expectations from society of I need to be able to sustain myself somehow definitely for sure but it's not I don't know I mean I would like to be able to sustain myself yeah anyway so I think I would do it anyway yeah exactly but but you have but the then stress. you also yeah yeah you don't have the pressure to later be like oh I have to work well no I don't have to work I can go by my private island exactly I have my private chef <laughs> cooking me some noodles over there to, to, exactly to my, taking my private jet and my private chef and my private fitness instructor and I'm driving off to my <laughs> private island exactly it's called after me <laughs> oh that's a dream <laughs> A dream not everyone can have, but yes. Well, if you're rich and you want to spend money on something, spend it on all. Yeah, and if you could not ask for anything in return, that would be very charitable. Yes. Yes. (laughs) No, for sure. No, I was gonna say that definitely for me personally, this plays a lot into having like kind of. anxiety flare-ups or identity crisis because I'm constantly thinking who who am I in in all of this and where do I want to be um so I guess that's also why I wanted to bring that up because I think it's also why we kind of think that it relates to mental health not only like um definitely society pressure and stuff no no for sure and also like even I guess that's also my main point that for me even I know what I want but it just doesn't align with what I'm expected to yes same so I think that's exactly what I was feeling today and I couldn't vocalize it but you put it into a perfect way amazing (laughs) yay and you're right such a compliment <laughs> well a feel... frustrated writer oh we could we could sponsor wait no we can't sponsor we can advertise sandra has a book that is um, not out but 
I yeah. oh wait oh it's not out okay never mind <laughs> <laughs> That's I have a book in the making um which has been in the making since summer like proper no like for years actually But that's the thing. I don't find that the perfect time to to actually make it something, you know, physical, like real. Because it feels like it's never the perfect time. But anyways, it'll be out at some point and we will. Definitely. And I think at some point also you might, well, not move on, but, you know, have different experiences from what you said there. So you'll yeah. be like, okay, now I have to publish it because, well, bring it out there or whatever. Yeah, because it's not going to mean anything if you don't relate. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. I think it, it's also a nice, um, well, no, it's not a nice topic, but a smooth topic to to start talking about mental health and the different ways that we can approach mental health, because these kind of things are things that are being discussed and obviously are linked to mental health, but many people don't take or... I don't know if we actively reflect on it that much. So maybe it's a good yeah. exercise. Definitely. And I mean, it doesn't even, I, I know the people are sometimes tired of hearing, oh, mental health, mental health, mental health. Mm. You don't have to think about it that way. It's just something that is there daily and it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to think of it that way, you could think of it that way. Yeah, no, Definitely. This is our first little grain. Uh, how how do you say it in English? Like in Spanish, we say like um, "echar un granito de arena" or "dar un granito de arena" or something like that. Like a uh, grain of sand or something. As in, wait, is that even yeah. the saying? The first. Uh, we're we're offering our our. Oh my god! I don't know. Granito. I don't know. No, I, I can to... think of many, but I, it's not, it's not, they're not actual expressions. I think I was thinking of the first brick in the wall, but that's not an expression. I just made that up. <laughs> okay, so in Spanish is aportar nuestro grano de arena, o granito de arena, whatever it is. Oh, to make a contribution. It doesn't sound like that nice, but... In Greek, granita is, you know, the, not the milkshake, the other one. Um, wait. Ah. What is it in English? Granita. Like it's yeah. it's a it's a um, beverage, something you drink. Yeah, I know what you. Oh, that we say a eh, granizado. Oh, nice. Okay. It's mm. kind of like a when it. How do you say when it's hailing? In Greek. Oh, is it similar? No. Okay, because for us, it is. <laughs> I don't know, I thought maybe, but that's funny. But I, I don't know why we call it that. It could have just been from another language. Yeah, this is hard. Or an ice pop, sorry. Ice, ice what? <laughs> I'm done, I'm done. You know, like the ice cream that's just fruit and that's just flavor and sugar? But like, like, um, but the, like a stick or something. Uh, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard. Yeah, you know that you put them in the... In the freezer and then you have a yes yes i know exactly what you mean um you know how we call that in spanish we just say un polo what? un polo oh. as in like a pole <laughs> and the north pole the south pole a pole lovely and so yeah wow. um 
this is a language lesson with um anyway yes and sandra to finish the episode definitely kind of um distress from all this heated talk yes and we hope yes you know you can i mean we hope you can't relate but if you relate we hope you relate (laughs) yes and that you find some peace in what we said that we're all in this together and every time I say that, I think of High School Musical. Yeah, me too. I hate it. <laughs> but we move. Yes. Next time we'll go on a lighter topic. Yes. Or do something fun. Yeah. Yes. So stay tuned for that. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye.